Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of the Clone Wars Rewatch here at Nerd Herder. I am your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I am your Herd Mom, Megan. And today, uh, we are continuing on with Season 6, or The Lost Missions and whatnot, but, um, yeah. If you joined us yesterday, hopefully, uh, today is a little bit more... <laughs> Less crazy. Yeah. Um, that was part of the difficulties we had was a lot of the... Our uh, our software for editing is very simple when it comes to the podcast. Um, and yesterday's episode needed a lot of it. And we finally figured out how much it takes to break our software. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was, that was fun. Uh, but uh, the reason for mentioning that is just uh, that sometimes we're slaves to the software and the tech that we use so mm -hmm. just uh thank you for being uh patient and mindful of that sometimes um, we're slaves to the rhythm it depends on the day really. <laughs> right um but uh just know that you can help with that we have goals on patreon um specifically for uh updating software and improving the quality of the um equipment that we use so that we don't have to do so much of those things because uh, at the end of the day when you i mean when you literally can't make technology work uh it's kind of annoying Yes. Um, but uh, we work with what we have for now, and we don't have the technical difficulties to uh, use as a reason for people to sign up for Patreon. It just happens. And mm. um, But eventually, uh, if we get get to a stable point with Patreons, we would be able to uh, update, update those. Um, and certainly, if we got uh, half of our listeners to sign up, that would more than cover um, updating costs and whatnot. Yes. Uh, just things that we can't do at the moment but we work with what we got so hopefully today's better though uh and more streamlined less edity we shall see we shall see we didn't plan on yesterday no <laughs> it got a little random we never yesterday. we never plan we never plan um it's all a ruse but uh we are talking about we i, I don't have much of a plan but i know we're talking about clone wars yes um specifically starting with yeah Specifically starting with episode 5 of season 6, um, we're talking about uh, an old friend is the title of the episode. And the moral for that episode is to love is to trust. To trust is to believe. And, um, yeah, what did you what did you think of these episodes? Uh, I always like to touch base with you when we're going into a very plot-heavy political um, arc on kind of mm -hmm. how, you, how you felt about it. I enjoyed the fist fight. That was always lovely. <laughs> there, yeah. Um, just cannot stand Clovis, but you know what? Whatever. He's dead now, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! No, uh, yeah, he uh, he's not really in the picture anymore. No. Um, and he represents a very frustrating type of person that gets a second chance and quickly blows it. Yep. Uh, kind of person. Uh, but we, we'll kind of talk about that in the, the journey of the episodes, but uh, any other thoughts you had? No. No, really? Not really. Okay. I mean, we'll get, we'll get to a point where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chat about something, but we're not there yet. Okay, I'm too early. That's what You're it is. You're too early. Again, no plan. Yes. Um, <laughs> no. Um, I kind of enjoy these episodes, I'll go ahead and say. I, I mean, um, because of... The twists and turns that we see, uh, specifically from Palpatine, really. Yeah. Like, this is very Palpatine-heavy. Um, I mean, 
the the only other time we see probably this much Palpatine is mm -hmm. the last arc with uh, Fives. Um, but uh, this one has a good bit. This is a full Palpatine plot the entire way through. Yeah. Everything happening is his ordering and his scheming. Mm -hmm. um, and that's enough for me to find it enjoyable if if yeah. it's not fu it's not full of battles and action yeah but it, it gets into the interesting storytelling uh that makes up for it i think definitely i agree yeah so um it starts off with um padme so uh yeah. it's also very padme centric oh i have to admit uh so Pal palpatine in this is voiced once again by ian amcrummy so yes this was i mean uh, the, they mo they memorialized him in the finale of the episode, uh, season five, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess this was something done before then. It's really interesting yeah. to go from Tim Curry to Ian M. Crombie. Back to Tim Curry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a juggle. It's weird. But it was nice because, I think I mentioned while we were watching, like as because we get so much Palpatine, I love Tim Curry, but... Ian Abercrombie is much better yeah. when you're going to use that much. Yeah. At just at just me. I love Tim Curry, and I think he does a fine job. He does a better Sidious than Palpatine, though. I agree. Whereas here, we get a really good... That's what Ian Abercrombie has always been good at capturing about Palpatine, is that dynamic between the two mm -hmm. parts he plays. Yeah. Uh, and so you get the sweet old man, and you also get the evil old wizard kind of thing so and i think both are done well yeah absolutely i agree but um but yeah it's about so padme is heading to the banking clan basically um to check on money that's yes this whole stuff is about money um what makes the galaxy go round apparently yeah well i mean not wrong mm -hmm. uh and of course if we're talking money we're talking banking clan and so she's there to kind of check on things and see how it's going um, basically, the the banking clan is neutral. They have to be. Supposedly. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they yeah. have to be in order to provide funding to both sides. Because technically, although the separatists... The separatists in and of themselves aren't bad guys. It's the Confederacy of Independent... Well, yeah. There's a militant group of separatists, but then mm -hmm. there's also just the separatists that are like no we're not part of the republic yeah and so they still need money to live and keep things going and, and working and so the banking clan has to be neutral to provide to both sides um and of course it's you're taking out lots of loans and taking out lots of withdrawals to keep the war efforts going and to pay for more clones and to play pay for more droids and blah 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 um and both sides have to repay. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of the thing here, too, is it's like, you know, do you have the money for us to do more stuff? I guess, basically. I guess so. <laughs> I, money is not something that is incredibly interesting to me personally, or accounting and... You, no, you're just like spending. <laughs> when it comes to politics, <laughs> uh -huh. sir. Well, I mean, that's the, but the thing is, they're inseparable. Yeah. Like, yeah, 
You need guns? Okay, that costs money. You need bullets for the guns? Okay, that costs money. You need uniforms? That costs money. You need planes? That costs... Like, the, that's the thing. Is like, And, I mean, that's where our, a lot of our nation's debt comes from, is a lot of those things of just expensive. taking, you know, hey, give us the money for this, and then we'll pay it back. And then, you know, we're locked in for years mm-hmm. paying back these things. And then another thing breaks out, and it's like, oh, now we have to pay, do more. Like... Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. If if I remember correctly, and c- please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the only time our nation's debt has been, you know, at least a manageable low level was under Thomas Jefferson. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and that's because of the financial si- uh, financial system that was placed by Alexander Hamilton. Boom. James Maybe Hamilton the musical. I think. I mean, the thing is, it's, I don't know that it's ever going to go away kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because, oh, yeah. it's I in mean, trillions. We, keep, we keep working, like, we keep needing money to do things. Uh, and yeah. even if we're paying back, we're also taking it. Like, you're making payments, but you're also withdrawing. You're, you're, con- you're still using mm-hmm. the funding, so you're really yeah. never paying anything back. De- debt is imaginary, really. I mean, most money is imaginary, even. Yeah, I think. I think John Mulaney has, he, I think it's him that, that says the joke of, you know, you see a, a number like a trillion or a billion and you're like, that's not a real number. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing is we're, we're in debt with imaginary money right now. Yeah, I mean, it, the money exists, but it's not physical, it's not tangible. Yeah. Um, and so these are the kind of things happening in the Senate that are causing this, hey, let's just go check on the bank mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. And that's what Padme's there. So it's cool because we get to see the moon homeworld, Scipio. Yes. Uh, which apparently is based off of Switzerland. And is spelled nothing like I thought it would be. <laughs> what, Scipio? What did yes. you think it was spelled like? I don't know. I assumed that there would be a K in there somewhere. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. How is it spelled, John? I don't have it in front of me. S-C-I-P-P-O. Scipio. Wow. Wait, I might have added one to too many peas. That happens sometimes. You know, you're making a good uh, shepherd's pie. Uh, this joke is going nowhere. I don't oh, know. yeah, it is one pea. Okay, it's one just pea. one pea. <laughs> just one pea. That's, one pea, one pea skippy. Yeah, that's the kind of shepherd's pie that you like. One pea, and it's on they my plate. They call me skips. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to put that out there. I Because it's Mark okay. Hamill. Um... um but yeah, it's apparently based off of Switzerland. Yeah, and Embo's uh, there. Yeah, so um, Embo gets some cool action. Yes, he does. Uh, between, I think this episode and the next one, it might just be this episode. There's a lot of the same set pieces, so it kind of all runs together. Yeah. But uh, he's definitely there. Um, and so, but Padme gets in just fine, but he gets a droid after her to kind of keep tabs on her. Yeah. Um. And then they're like, hey, we're going to have this guy, our best representative, uh, go with you to make sure everything's okay. And it turns out to be Rush Clovis. Hey, that guy who sucks. Yeah, the whole point of this arc is, I mean, to see the political stuff as well, but it also brings back a personal thing for Padme. Yeah, and Clovis doesn't really help himself when he sneaks into Padme's room at night. Yeah. Yeah, like he he just he didn't really uh didn't really think that through, did he? Yeah, I mean. Could have just talked to her. 
he, I think in his mind he didn't think that much of but I think in his mind he was like, this is going to be so romantic. Well, I don't think that. I mean, Maybe. the thing is he's sneaking around because he's going, he's pointing out, hey, the people in charge are lying. There yeah. is no money. Yeah. So, I mean, he's got a reason to sneak. Yeah. Also, Tekla's there. Yes. Tekla is there. Nice way to bring... There's a few re reappearances. So, apparently yeah. some of the moon we've seen in other episodes, I'm not going to get into specifics because they all look the same. They really Let's do. be honest. No, I could say their names and nobody's going to know which one I'm talking about. But um, we've seen at least three of them before in past episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, then, of course, you've got Tekla, you've got Clovis. It's a really cool way of them being like, hey, these characters are still out there interconnected kind of thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you, you, you can yeah. forget because you get so many, I'm in for this episode and then I'm gone kind of characters, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, especially with Clovis. He just sort of got left. Yeah, I mean, well, did you ever see him coming back? No. No? I didn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it using him for this story does add in a little bit more dynamic. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting. And, I mean, the big reason he's there is to be a puppet. We'll, we'll see that later. But, yes. I mean, he's not... Now, he, the thing is, he's not wrong. There is no money. Mm -hmm. He and Pad may come up with a plot to prove that. Mm -hmm. So, you mentioned it's very Jurassic Park- it is. It's incredibly Jurassic Park, where, like, they knock out the power, and then they steal some information, and then just, eh. Yeah. Um, so, originally, Clovis is supposed to plant the bomb that uh, takes out the power. Um, yeah. But he's not able to leave, so he gives the bomb to Tekla, who goes, and that's when she's killed by Embo. Jerk. Yeah. I love you, Embo. <laughs> Jerk. This is another one where it's like, oh, wait, yeah, Imbo's not necessarily a good guy. Yeah. But, it now, at this point, did you think Imbo was working for Clovis? Or no. what did you kind of, did you have any ideas? I figured that he he was working for someone. I assumed, like, Dooku or someone. I, I didn't think Clovis. Mm-hmm. I knew that he was going to do something shady, but I didn't think it was Clovis. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, if Clovis had gone, do you think Imbo would have killed Clovis? Like, that would have changed the trajectory of the plot a little bit. I would have been happier. Right, well... He would have died sooner. But, I mean, like, how? what's the point of Imbo being there if he didn't know it was going to be Tekla? Like, you know? True. Because, again, if it was Clovis, what would be the point in killing him? Because yeah. they needed him. I, I don't know. I think Good they just point. wanted to kill Tekla. Yeah. And they don't really acknowledge it, because later Padme's in jail, and she's just like, is it true? Is she dead? Like, that's it. That's all you get. You had a moment, Padme. Come yeah. on. Padme, you remember? Uh, Tekla has kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, remember that. Well, but the mission's a success, because she downloads the files, and, okay, yep, the banks are broke. Um, yep. And the whole point is, Clovis wants to point out the conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to point out, hey, the banks got no money. They're lying to everyone. Um, and, and we find out in the next episode it's because he wants it to be better. But yes. for now... Um, Padme gets arrested. Padme's arrested for espionage, and Anakin shows up to uh, rescue her, essentially. Mm -hmm. Break her out. Well, he doesn't break her out. She's released into his custody. Yeah. Um, and Anakin is already a sassy boy. <sighs> So that yeah, I mean, he finds out pretty quick because she, she mentions Clovis, and he kind of just loses it from there. Um, I mean, I 
I kind of understand his whole point was, hey, I didn't trust this guy. You said trust him. I went with it, and then you almost died. Yeah. Now you're trusting this guy again. I can understand the, like, seriously, he's bad news bears. Come on. Yeah. But, obviously, he does it in the most Anakin way possible of, like... Uh, Screaming. Right. Yelling, like, like just angry. lots of unnecessary angry stuff where you're not... It's, it's one of those things of, like, telling a kid, don't do something just because I said so, rather than having a conversation on why that's not a good idea. Yeah. It's like... I mean, and that, now... But then, I mean, Padme has a point, like, she was doing it for a greater good, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But it's, I don't know. Search your feelings, then tell your wife, for (sighs) Pete's sake. What do you, other way around. Yes. (laughs) Yes, sorry. She's the one, like, I don't know, it's just. I think they're both in the wrong here. I I think, yeah, I mean, I think he kind of. Yeah, neither of them Reacted heavy-handedly. Yeah. But, again, I think. She's doing something because she thinks it's right, but she's also trusting someone questionable. Mm-hmm. So, so she shouldn't have been surprised when, like, Tekla's dead because of it. And all, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 feel like, I feel like she's not exactly helping yeah. Anakin not be angry. And that's the thing. Like, you really see in these episodes how emotionally immature Anakin is, specifically. And it's not because he chooses to be a butt. No. Like, I don't, I don't appreciate yeah. when people... Come after Anakin's emotional immaturity as if he's like choosing to be a butt. Like he's got the emotional maturity of a maturity of a ten year old, which is when he was started to be taught to shut down your emotions. Yeah, like I mean, he is the way he is because of external factors. Exactly. Like he did not develop healthy coping mechanisms. He was told to cut it off. Yeah, he had Jedi coping mechanisms, which is not coping; it's just suppressing, and so. Yeah, I mean, he he reacts the way he, he reacts because of those things. Um, mm-hmm. And she doesn't exactly help by being the whole, you just have to trust me stuff. Like, n- no. no. Like I said, they're no. both in the wrong here. Have, have a conversation. Exactly. <laughs> because all, next thing we see is Clovis just comes out of nowhere and just like, oh, Padme. And yeah. it's just like, okay, we could, like, we need to have a conversation, guys. Let's, let's just stop and Get have a conversation. Because, yeah. uh, but I mean... Yeah. They're interrupted anyway. There's a really cool part because it's incredibly cool. Um, Anakin's just standing there, and then it pan. You, you see it behind him. You see Imbo, mm-hmm. uh, and there's just that moment of very cool force reaction where he's like, <gasps> you know, yeah. he kind of spidey senses. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was pretty cool because yeah. it. I don't know. Just cool. Yeah, Imbo's <laughs> puppy. He does yes. have a name. His name is Marek. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, I just always remember that he's a, a an Anubis. Yes. Um, yeah, so, uh, but Imbo gets some cool action. He uses his hat as a sled and chases them um, all yeah. through some caverns and whatnot. Um, but ultimately, they escape. And that's when the big reveal comes where Imbo contacts his employer, who says he'll take care of it from here. And it's Sidious. Yeah, so uh, that's when we start to get the first cues that, oh, this is, this mm-hmm. is a little bit bigger. Yeah. This is a bit um, more than we were thinking it would be. Um, so, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this has some of the more, has some of the most action. Yeah. Um, of several of these episodes. But, um, nonetheless, definitely some interesting things. 
as we continue along, but we'll get there after a quick word from our sponsors. Yes, Now we get to Season 6, Episode 6, The Rise of Clovis. It's a very ominous title. Very. Um, For a very ominous-ish episode. Ominous-ish. The moral for this one is, Jealousy is the path to chaos. Very true. Jealousy will get you in some trouble if you're not careful. Yes. Um, Quick question. Yes, dear. In live action, who would you pick to play Clovis? Like, who would you see as a live action Clovis? Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. Show me a picture of his face. Colin Hanks. I don't know who that is. Tom Hanks' son. Okay. Hang on. Um, I would, I would, uh, I mean, he's much older, but, um, first thing that came to main, mind was, uh, eh, yeah. Similar. Ish. Um, first thing that came to mind was, like, John Stamos. Mmm, John Stamos. if we have to go younger to be more appropriate, um, what's the face of the dude from <laughs> Saved by the Bell that everybody loves? The one that's got a TV show now, the interviewer guy. AC Slater. Sure. The. Hang on. Yeah, the hot one from. Yeah, the uh, hot one. The, yeah, the hot one from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah this is the hot one from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. What is his name? What is his name? Oh man, what's his name? Isn't it not AC Slater? His name. It, it is AC Slater, but I don't. Uh, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yeah, I could see him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's very still. Handsome. He's still... He, Look at that. He's what, like 40 now? Though? Look how 90s this picture is. <laughs> right? He's still... He's like 40 though, right? Yes, he is. Okay. So, but he's still younger than John Stamos, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Stamos is in his 50s. I don't know. John, I mean, Clovis looks older than Padme, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like... But they were younger together. Did we ever cross the bridge? Was, was Clovis the one she was talking about to Anakin in episode 2? Probably. Huh, I just thought about that. I wasn't <laughs> sure. I'll have to go revisit that. Um, anyway, the episode. Yep. Sorry, I was just I was just curious. Because um, I always, I mean, he's a purely in animation character. So I, was, mm-hmm. I always find it interesting to kind of cast animation exclusive mm-hmm. characters. Because I, nev- I never would have gotten to Forrest Whitaker for uh, Saw Gerrera, honestly. Yeah. Okay. But now I can't not see it. Yeah. Live action Harrison Dula. Go. Live act. Oh, um, Vanessa Marshall, the voice <laughs> actor. Cause, yeah, I agree. I like, mean, I, I'm one of those difficult ones because Hera is as much her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's the same thing with Ahsoka where I have a hard time not imagining it being Ashley Eckstein if it's ever live action. Yeah. She did a really good li- like cosplay of Ahsoka once where it's like totally, like people have photoshopped it in with like episode three, Obi-Wan and Anakin and it's mm-hmm. perfect. So, I know some people don't quite think she would make a good live-action Ahsoka. I can't hear anyone but Ashley. If, it, you know, that, but that's just me. Um, but we continue on, um, and now after the word kind of gets out. Whoa. Yeah, see? Wow! Really good. Like, Holy I, heck! That's what I mean. That's really good. She could totally pull off live-action Ahsoka. Dang. So, 
Clovis's whole thing is, I'm going to go to the Senate and try and explain things. I have the evidence, and we're just going to try and get the guys that are in charge removed. Yeah. Um, and the guys that are in charge are, are like... panicking. <laughs> well, no. Well, the, the one leader's like, eh, it's fine. They, they need more than numbers, and no, no they don't. They really <laughs> the don't. The numbers, there, there are no numbers. It's all zero. Um, zero is technically I know, number, but what I mean, like, like there's yeah. nothing to show. Yeah. That, that is exactly. the evidence. <laughs> um, but then we see, you know, and what's funny is they're like, you know, they, they don't have enough evidence, and only one of us could give it to them. And no one's done that, right? Right. No. Um, there is one, and I think this is, uh, it's <clears throat> Nick's card, and I think he's one that we saw way back when Padme was trying to get votes for the demand of new troops. You know, the one where uh, they were trying to, they had gangsters trying to beat up senators yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, I think this is that, Mun. Um, but he contacts Sidious because... Obviously, it was very on the nose that, I mean, when when they're like, only one of us could have betrayed us. That yeah. never would happen. Clearly, one of us betrayed us, uh, and it was this guy because he contacts Sidious, and Sidious is like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you'll be protected. Mm -hmm. Sure, I got you, baby." Um, but obviously, everybody's like nervous about trusting Clovis, and of course, he meets with the Jedi and the Chancellor and tries to plead his case, basically to say like. Which, why is this a Jedi problem? Uh, well, they're the generals. I, I mean, I guess in some instances... I don't know, because there's not a uniform rule of where they're allowed to be in on the conversations and not. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess for council, you know, for... I guess so. I don't know. Um, they're there so Anakin can, can be there, basically. Because... After, you know, Palpatine's like, okay, Clovis, we're going to let you take the charge, and you've got to win the Senate vote, and Padme's going to be your help. And Anakin, of course, is all, no, I demand you don't do that thing, because yeah. I don't like it. Which, if you ever demand me to do something, I'm going to have a similar response, well, except you're going to have things flying at your head. <laughs> Again, it's the most Anakin way of like... It is like, so Anakin. Ugh, dude. Now, I think it's fair for a spouse... To, to say, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah, absolutely. That's a whole hill of beans different than I demand you not do this thing because yeah. I said so. Like, Yeah, it's super different. Because, you, I mean, honestly, you can go from easily compassionate and romantic to, you know, dom domineering and, and yeah. controlling. Because at the end of the day, what Anakin's saying, hey, I love you. I'm really scared for you because I almost lost you last time we trusted this idiot. Yeah. I don't want to go through that again. I don't want to lose you. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. But what he what it came out as, I don't want you doing this. I demand you not. Yes. Go back in there and tell the Chancellor no. Yeah. And it's like... It's, it's not the way to <laughs> say something, dude. It's like, uh, I speak six million languages, but, uh, you know, politeness is not one of exactly. them. Exactly. Should have had C-3PO translate. Um, that would be a good idea. Yeah, and but then of course, I mean, this is the same conflict they had the last time, where Anakin's like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I had to put Jedi business first. and then, kind of in a bitter way, 
when it comes up later, Padme's like, oh, I'm sorry, I put Republic business first. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not, that, that's not how you solve your spousal problems. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't like this thing. Oh, well, I'm going to go do that thing. Mm-hmm. You tell me not to do it. Well, I told you. It's just that, yeah. childish. It's like when people, like, people have friends sometimes. I, I've never had one, so I don't know. Um, what, a friend? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's mean. You're you my know friend. you have friends. You're my friend. We have at least ten friends. We have at least three friends. <laughs> it depends on the day. You, <laughs> me, and the cat. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Um, I'm sorry. I'm joking. Uh, I have uh, friends. Supposedly. Um, <laughs> Show me the numbers. No. <laughs> sorry. Anyway. Anyway. So, like, when you go to your friend, like, oh, man, I, my boyfriend did this and it made me mad. And the friend comes back like, oh, well, you know what you should do. You should do the same thing, but worse. Right. And it's like... You should key his car. You should cheat on him. You should do this. And I was like... None, none no, of that... None of that... That doesn't work. <laughs> ...solves the thing. No. And it just makes an even bigger problem. That was what was frustrating in the first time. And this time, it's not... At least they... Here's what I didn't like about the first Clovis thing. Yes. Is because that was literally Padme's motivation. Mm-hmm. Do the thing that you don't like Anakin doing to make him understand how it feels. Yes. That, that, that doesn't help anything. That doesn't help. The only way you should show someone how it feels is by communicating how you feel to them. Right. Here is a bit more mature of a foundation in terms of, look, this is important. This is about the greater good. This, like, this is way better motivation. It's still frustrating because Padme still should be able to at least stop and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, even if she still did what she was going to do and help Clovis, by having a conversation, yeah. by build, you know, going back to the last moral about trust, like, build the trust by a conversation. Like, you know, when, when, have, now, what happened last time was not my fault. Yeah. When have I let you down? Trust me with this. Let's do this for the greater good. Like, yeah. let's, or uh, even let's do this together. But when you just basically say, no, you don't tell me what to do. I'm going to do it anyway. Like, they're both hurting yeah. each other. Absolutely. In this in this scenario. Yeah. Um, like speaking of yeah. hurting others, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like you tell me what to do sometimes, but not in that way. Like, yeah. Wait, words not coming up correctly, much like Anakin. Like, you ask me to do something like go and get you a drink from the kitchen, and I'll be like, you're not the boss of me, and then I go do it. There's a difference between. <laughs> Cut this well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> no, it, no, I mean, there, it's all about your intent. Yeah. You know, I'm not asking you to do anything because I think you do, you should do it. I deserve you to do this thing I asked you to do. Mm-hmm. In the same, in the same way, Anakin has no right to demand anything of Padme. No. But he does have a right to say, hey, I'm the other half of this relationship and this half is anxious about this yeah but again going back like he doesn't know how to formalize that yeah um and so what's interesting though what's really interesting so we get that really good stuff we get the good stuff not the not the knuckle cracking you know the boss of me (laughs) clearly (laughs) um but then after that Anakin's kind of just working on some stuff in his room, which, hey, we see Anakin's room. It's boring. It's Um, very boring. And Obi-Wan shows up, and Obi-Wan kind of has a 
try. Uh, uh, he has he a moment tries? of vulnerability. I mean, basically, he says, "Hey, I once had feelings too, but they're wrong. No, you shouldn't have them. Get yeah. rid, get rid of those, so you can be like the best part of this whole thing is. Uh, so there's a really cool scene where Anakin's playing with a model ship, like Luke yeah. did in A New Hope, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I can't remember what Obi Wan says, but he slams down the toy and is like, "We're just friends." She's just, just my friend. <laughs> it's just so funny. You're not my dad. Um. But I mean, it, it's nice Obi-Wan's like, hey, I had feelings for Satine, but I recognized I had to let that stuff go. And, you know, it's about... Yeah. I mean, he even says, like, having these feelings aren't bad, but they can cloud our judgment and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, but that kind of makes it sound like it's bad. That, like, you, exactly. you still basically say, don't have these feelings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what did you think of this? Like, did you ever expect Obi-Wan to kind of have this kind of moment with Anakin? Not really. I always kind of thought Obi-Wan knows that something's going on, but he's not going to like address it in the hopes that it'll go away. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's so crazy about... like Even Yoda, when Palpatine asks... Well, he doesn't ask, he says... When Palpatine says Padme's going to work with Clovis... You know, you see Anakin kind of tense up and Yoda notices. Yes. It's like, you got Yoda noticing, Obi-Wan noticing, but they're still surprised. Oh, what? Secret relationship? Marriage? Baby? What? Yeah. What? Like, seriously? Yeah. I, I, I think it would have almost been better if they had actually pl- been ignorant. Yeah. Like, and not had this conversation because it's almost yeah. like... But they also would have had to been like super blind, right? But it's like, but you, so you did see, but you still chose to really not address it and ignore. Yeah. Like that makes you negligent. Yeah, Yoda was just like that. That's a future Yoda problem. That's, <laughs> Basically, that's a <laughs> problem for future Yoda. That is. But one thing I was thinking about with this one was I was like, oh, well, because in Episode Three, there's a moment where Anakin senses Obi Wan's been here mm-hmm. and. Padme's like, oh yeah, he was just coming by to check on you and everything. Um, and it's just like, I don't need his helper. It's like, you know, it's kind of a pro- progressed conversation, but it's basically that point. It's just like, oh, Obi-Wan, I don't need his help. Yeah. It's funny because, like, this kind of scene adds to that in terms of, like, this whole thing tells Anakin, like, you don't get it. You're just, you're, you're telling me, like, everybody else has told me, just stop feeling these things. Mm-hmm. You don't get it. Yeah. I, I care about her and I care about her safety. And none of you, ca- none of you care that I care. Yeah, and like I said while we were watching the episode, you can tell sometimes Anakin wants to talk to Obi Wan about this. He wants him to know mm-hmm. because you know. But then Obi Wan says things, and it's exactly. like, and that's why I didn't say anything. Exactly. You know, um, I can relate to this because there's times when I want to be open with people, like I want to say like how things make me feel or how things have hurt me or. Yeah. How I just maybe didn't like the way things went. And I think maybe I could sit down and have that conversation. And then something reminds me, yeah, no, don't yeah. don't even try. It's only going to make things worse. Oh, yeah. And then you have conversations with people sometimes. And they say something. And it's just like, whoop, mm, nope. Yeah, out of here. Retract. Goodbye. Like, I, you know, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, we should all be willing to tackle the hard conversations and whatnot. But we also yeah. have to be smart not to hurt ourselves in being vulnerable because I mean that's that's the thing about being vulnerable is you 
am- amplify the chances of getting hurt. Yeah. Um, so you, you definitely have to be smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, I think if Anakin had been more open, I think if Obi-Wan had been more paternal, I think that better conversations could have been had. At the end of the day, it didn't happen. And ultimately, like I said, what I thought was interesting is thinking about, like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why he's so hard on Obi-Wan yeah. in episode three. Because he... It's a progression. Right. And, and that's what's so great about these kinds of things. Just a little scene. I mean, it's like a two-minute scene, but it's really good stuff. Yeah. Um, basically, the rest of the episode, um, it cuts to Padme and Clovis kind of talking about their plans uh, and her dressed very dressy for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Like, like it's almost her outfit from uh, Attack the Clones. Yeah, very similar. Anakin's Got like, the choker. you're in my dreams. <laughs> you're in my dr- get out of my dreams. And then, I mean, she's got wine. I mean, to be fair, yeah. she's got like cheese and tomatoes and crackers and such. Yeah. That's not romantic. But as soon as you bring out the wine glasses, yes. like, come on, it looks away. And there's a point where like Clovis like, hey. And, and to Padme's credit, she, she cuts yes. that off. Oh, yes. She but, immediately... Removes herself. Then Clovis starts getting all, wait, is it that Jedi and all this other stuff? And, um, I mean, these are the kinds of things that are troublesome masculinity because the way this could have gone is Clovis being like, oh, you do have feelings. You can't hide that from me. And I'm going to get your boy banished and I'm going to get you kicked out of the Senate unless you, you know, give the goods. And it's (laughs) like... Yes. That that's a that's a reasonable scenario that could have happened. Yeah. That's something that it happens. happens. And this is one of those instances where if if someone says regardless of what side of the fence they fall on, if they say, No, I'm not I'm not meshing mm-hmm. with you like that. Yeah. That's it. That's a no. That's it. No is a complete sentence. Like there's no just a, like is it that other person? I don't need to justify who I am into. Yes. My gobbly bits are my gobbly bits. I'm keeping them to myself. Yes. Like, it. it's... I just... This was such a frustrating scene. Yes, absolutely. Because as someone who claims to care about her, mm-hmm. being all like... He does not take a hint once. Right. <laughs> and then he gets what he deserves. Like, I kind of feel bad. I agree. But Anakin shows up at just the right moment and... Beats the crap out of him. While Clovis is trying to kiss her. And well, Padme's saying, no, right. stop. So again, like, to Padme's credit, she's trying to stop the scenario. Yes. This is all Clovis. Yes, absolutely. But that's also why I get frustrated with Padme's reaction afterwards where it's like, how could you do that? Like, he was forcing himself on you. What are yes, you talking about? Exactly. Now, could I maybe have not yeah. have punched him so much? Maybe. Maybe. But he deserved it. And another thing. If a girl... <laughs> is saying no and she is not interested and you try to do this grand romantic gesture to be like now do you love me the answer is still gonna be no right like like don't do that don't mm, mm. Can, sorry it's just, it's frustrating <laughs> i i completely get anakin's yeah. just rage out moment yeah. um but it's all played out clovis is like oh no something attacked me out yeah. of nowhere we, we didn't see anything on the camera. Oh, no, it was uh, just a swarm of battle droids. Where'd they go? Oh, they, the, that way. At the window. Such a bad excuse. Yes. But, um, 
But then they know what's going on. They just don't want to do anything about it. The big thing is Padme after all of that being like, "Hey, we're gonna take a break," because uh, she says some things that aren't exactly untrue. She talks about it being like, "This isn't a relationship if we don't have trust." This is like you know she she's very open and honest about how she feels, and is very wanted to say, "Hey, I I I need room for this." Mm -hmm. I don't agree with her necessarily defending Clovis because again he was the guy that was just forcing himself on of you yeah. on you but I do think that is Anakin's reaction is a sign of greater things that need to be addressed um but what what did you think of the whole hey let's take a break I think it was kind of a good idea mhm because obviously they both need some time to figure some stuff out. Because they both got issues that they're Very not true. dealing with. Like you just need. Mm. Well, and I think this is a good Han Leia comparison in yeah. that we can't blame Ben on Han. Like no, Leia was not there as much as Han was not there. So like she was running they were, resistance. Right. Well, and all good things like Padme is you know trying to restore the Republic. Cool, mm-hmm. but. You're both neglecting your relationship. That's how you get these mm-hmm. difficult scenarios, is by neglecting important things about your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what's great is that, you know, if you just watch Attack of the Clones and if you just watch Revenge of the Sith, it looks like a super romantic relationship out of yeah. nowhere. This is real. This is real stuff of like, this hey, is marriage, homie. This is this is a very difficult time. I don't know how to feel, so I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take some time to breathe and yeah. think. And, you know, I mean, the, this is working stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And taking time away from each other is absolutely fine. As long as you come back to each other and figure it out if together. It's right. If, if it's, it's right. right. If it's right, absolutely. If, you're, if you want to make it work, you got to make it work together. It doesn't Very just true. go away overnight. Very true. But you have to decide for yourself. If you, Like, you might not be able to decide for the person, but you need to decide for yourself. Like, do I want this to work? Because yes. if I don't want this to work, there's no point in asking the question, do we want this to work? Yeah. You know, um, but we we don't have a marriage advice podcast. That's a whole other no. thing. But um, the episode have. basically ends with Clovis winning the vote um, because Dooku decided to help him. Exactly. Dooku's whole thing is like, hey, uh, we will start paying if you're in charge. We are, the separatists only want you in charge. We don't want just anybody. We want you to be in charge. Yeah. Um, and Clovis sees it as this idea. So Clovis does have a good moment with Padme where she, he's like, he basically tells her the whole backstory, which we kind of talked about in his first appearance, mm-hmm. in that his parents were killed and he was adopted by Mun and raised as a Mun and all this other stuff. That's why he cares about the banks and all this. Yeah. You know, I kind of get his story in terms of, hey, a few bad people are rotting, rotting this thing, but it can work. Mm-hmm. And so his whole reason for going with Dooku is, you're giving me a chance to make it work. Yeah. But here's the thing. He should know that Dooku is clearly in it for some ulterior motive and selfish reason. Mm-hmm. No, like, no good is going to come of working with Dooku. Absolutely not. So... I do get it. I do get he wants it to work, but, like, you're accepting help from the people that won't make it work. Like, you know, you should have had enough sense to be like, you got a second chance, dude. You got a second chance, and now you're like, 
Uh, yeah, sure, I'll take corrupt help. Mm-hmm. That never works out. Of course not. Never works out. So, but, um, then we move on, um... Oh, actually, let's take a word from our sponsors, because we're about to go into the last episode of this arc. I thought on, it was a four-episode arc. On to the banking plan. And now we round it out. Yeah, for some reason, I thought... Yeah. Four episodes. It felt like four episodes of content. Yeah. You know what we're doing differently this time that I didn't realize until, like, 15 minutes ago? What? You're the one going through the episode, and I'm the one chit-chatting. Eh. Oh, yeah, kind of. We switched. Oh. Ah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Oh. And it's actually Friday. What's this beard? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like it. What's on but my face? I also Oh, do. it's cute. I love it. Oh. Let's face it. Hey. Anyway. Uh, so Work. now, season six, episode seven, Crisis at the Heart. Crisis. I really hate this one. This sounds like a trashy... Uh, this sounds like a Celine Dion song. It do- well, no. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But it sounds like a uh, uh, telenovela. Crisis at the heart. Here's the thing. It should be Crisis of the Heart. I like, it bugs the crap out of me. I don't, Crisis at the Heart, like. Crisis where, at the Heart of the I had a, I had an attack. Where? At the Heart. What? 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 I don't know. You're I don't weird. like the ring of it. Um, I like this ring. But the moral of that episode is deceit is the weapon of greed. Yeah. Eh. Eh. <laughs> eh. It'll do. I don't know. They it's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to reconcile that with, oh, uh, Qui Gon's line in, um, the Phantom Menace of power, uh, greed is a powerful ally, you know, where it's like. You make it sound like it could potentially be a good thing, but then this one's like, oh, it's a bad thing. It's a bail. Uh, I don't know. Well, it's like uh, the prosperity pastors who say. Uh, you're going to be blessed with money. You're going to have all this money. And mm-hmm. also, money is at the root of all evil. Right, yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> right. Like, no one can handle the power of this evil. Give me. Like, I'm yes. like Harry Potter with a horcrux. Give it to me. I can handle it. Yes. Sure, whatever. I want another jet. Whatever, Kenneth We're Copeland. not talking about anyone in particular, um, as you say Well, I, I mean, if you just mention a jet, I can name at least five pastors that bought a jet with dirty church money, so... Dude, I don't know which one. Money, that's the name of my new band name. <laughs> no, there's no money laundering here. It's all dirty money. <laughs> <laughs> dirty money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of dirty money, let's get anyway. back to get back to the moon. Let's talk about the guy with the big head. We actually get um, a really cool uh, opening shot where the Republic shows up because um, <clears throat> they're going to see oversee the transfer of power. Yes. Clovis has taken over now. We get a really cool shot. This is the first time we see the Coruscant Guard, Republic gunships and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, red is the color of the Coruscant military. So the red consular ships, yeah. um, you know, the red shock troopers. Right. And now yeah. we get red uh, lat gunships. Yeah. Red, really cool. the color of desire. Black, the color of despair. Okay. You've never seen Lemmas, so. No, I haven't. Yeah. Um... I just thought that was really cool. I never noticed that until rewatching it here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get introduced to a new Coruscant Guard clone commander. This is Commander Thorn. Yes, um, he's very cool looking. And what I did not know, I always knew he was cool looking. Mm-hmm. I, I always enjoyed his appearance. Um, it's a very cool but brief one. I did not know 
that his gun, he has a big gun you see later, um, is called the hammer, and he's got little winglets on his helmet because he's based off of Thor. He's meant to be a... That's so cool. Right? That explains here's the, Thor. Here's the thing. You know who was in the last episode? Commander Doom, based off Doctor Doom. Someone's a Marvel fan. Right? <laughs> like, a sense of theme here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But Thorn is cool. Uh, He's very Way cool. cooler than Fox, but not quite as cool as Thyre. I'm just going to go ahead. Yes. Those are Coruscant Guard commanders. I know. So, okay. <laughs> I like the Coruscant Guard. And Except for Fox. Yeah, Fox sucks. Fox sucks. Um, anyway, so... Padme is the representative of the Republic, and then we have... Oh, I'm gonna Maybe. find his name. I'm I, I gonna bet find I can find his it first. Name. I bet I can find it first. Louise. Ah, ding. Uh, he shows up as a representative of the Separatists. Yeah, so the, the good guys, they have Padme. The bad guys, they have Louise. Well... Again, the thing is, not all separatists are bad. No. Um, Just misguided. And Louise Louise and um, Padme actually have a really cool moment where it's like, hey, do you trust him? It's like, yeah, I trust him. Bad idea, first of all. But... And he's like, oh, well, let's hope hope he's good for the job for Mm -hmm. all of our sake. Like... Very civil. Right. It's very lovely. Right. It's a shame he actually dies later. Right. For a guy named Louise. Right. And with such a big head, too. Right. What's um, his race? Uh, it, it, he's the species... The name is uh, an anagram of uh, Einstein. Um, I can't remember what it is. Because uh, they're, they're nicknamed Brainiac. Like, they're, they're a species that were introduced in the Cantina scene. In which, yes. you know, you have Yak Face, you have Walrus Man, you have Wolf Man, and you have Brainiac. They didn't get real names until later because nobody at that point in time Snaggles. cared. Right, in Snaggletooth. Uh, no, Snaggletooth was Return of the Jedi. Oh. Arguably one of the cutest alien races. Depends on which one you got, though. True. Did you get the midget one or the, the fully grown one? Yes, I got the red one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the big one. The blue one. Yeah. Um, so, but Dooku calls in. It's like, hey, remember how I got you this job? Now yeah. I want you to raise the uh, taxes on the Republic. And, oh, yeah, we're not going to pay. <laughs> yeah. Basically... Exactly what you expect to happen. Hey, I got you this job. Now you work for me. You're going to do what I say. Yep. Um, and at first he disagrees, but then he realizes, hey, no one's, no one's going to believe me that I didn't mean for this to happen. And, you know, it, Might I... Might as well lean into it. I don't want to lose my power, basically. Yep. Um, and so then there's a Senate hearing where it's like, hey, uh, turns out Rush Clovis betrayed all of us. Um, and then, I guess in an effort to make it look like the Separatists are forcing him to do it, or something, the Separatist army shows up? hmm I don't know. Um, it, I don't really see why, I mean, Clovis had already done what he'd asked, so I don't really see a reason for them to be there, other than to be like, hey, no, he's not one of ours, look, we're attacking him, we're blowing things up. Yeah. When in reality, all they're doing is attacking the clones, the Republic. So, but yeah. Thorn gets a really cool uh, scene, like like a whole <laughs> last scene. He really does. Like it's very I mean, cool. he takes out so many droids. He throws his yeah. gun at another one. He, I mean, he just goes ham. Um, he goes hammer. <laughs> <laughs> but what's 
interesting, if not a little morbid, as, uh, I mean, we see, like, he gets shot in the chest a couple times. Yeah. And you, like, a yeah, hole. You see <laughs> the, like, glowing hole in his chest. Plate. Yeah, like, I mean, it's usually awful. you kind of see that sort of thing, but, like, that's the first, like, as far as I can recall, like, really serious up close, like, there's a giant hole in his chest now. Yep. Um, really interesting. And there's a really cool final shot where you see him at the, you know, kind of sprawled out yeah. droids surrounding him. Um, but now, yeah, the whole place is under attack. Padme is taken captive. Uh, and, yeah, then they vote. They're like, hey, uh, we the Republic don't like this. Let's go fix it. Yep. And so they send in their forces. And um, Dooku just deuces out of there. Mm-hmm. Dooku deuce. Um, the Republic shows up, takes out some of the droids and whatnot, but really most of them go with Dooku. They're like, eh, our business is done here. Yeah. Because, we see from a transmission between Dooku and Sidious, the whole point was for doubt in anyone but the Republic having power over the banks, thus making the banks no longer neutral. Yeah. Basically, they had to prove that they were never neutral in the first place, so give them to the only good party, the Republic Party, the Chancellor. Yes. And so, uh, that's kind of the ending. I know I'm kind of getting ahead, but, like... Yeah, that's basically it. Basically, they say, hey, yeah. the Chancellor's the only one that deserves to have the pow- control of all this power. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he kind of, in a similar uh, speech as Attack of the Clones... Kind of like, oh yeah, when this war's over, trust me, it's gonna go all back to who's whatsies and gonna be good and all that. Right now, yeah, this is just a right now thing. This is my emergency power. Yeah, sure, right. Like we had a good conversation about the fact of like, th- <sighs> he does a really good act. Like he, he really, really does. like. It's the reason he gets people to give him this stuff. Mm-hmm. They vote. He doesn't ask for the power. The Senate votes, hey, Chancellor, take this mm-hmm. power. Like, they give him everything he needs to yeah. destroy them from the inside out. Yeah. All because he plays the sweet old man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, and I, actually, we talked about this a little bit. I'm curious to see what you guys think is, like, did you think it was a big jump from Palpatine to Sidious? Um, I mean... Especially if, like, you read the Darth Vader comics, and you well, see... Sorry, that was a big ol' yawn. Well, I don't know if they would have heard it unless you... Sorry. You called it out. We'll just You're keep just going. Pri- You're just proud of your noises. Um, if you read the comics, though, uh, there's a really big shift between Anakin and Palpatine and Vader and Sidious. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a very stark relationship change. And so, did 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 anybody else feel that or or because I kind of brought that up because I felt like oh man, because there's a really good scene between Anakin and Palpatine earlier, mm-hmm. and it's like how did they go from that to that yeah. so quickly? Um, but I don't know well, because Palpatine never cared about Anakin; he was just pretending to. And but still, it seems like he would still, in some way, want to keep some ruse up. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think, like, we've had the conversation before how Palpatine purposefully made Vader's suit that's keeping him alive incredibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. to keep him uncomfortable. Um, but also, you know, 
treating him like he's... Well, he, you know. he does all the things to make him hate because hate makes him stronger, but it's also one of those things where it's like... You, you... I mean, they do a better job of this with Snoke and Kylo in the terms of like, oh no, he would never betray me. I sense everything. I know everything. I'm all powerful. He's pathetic. He's not going to do that. You, too, you think too much of him. Yeah. And then he actually does it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's... I mean, Vader does that in a surprising way as well, but Palpatine doesn't do as much of that, oh, your father's so weak. Yeah, like, he doesn't do a lot of that laying on yeah. thick. Like, he had no qualms that Vader... He, like, he, he didn't seem to think Vader would ever betray him. Yeah. Well, I think it's because he... Like we had the conversation yesterday. Vader didn't really have a plan, and I think Palpatine knew that. Like, yeah, he's got true. nothing to live for if I'm not in charge, so... Hmm. Yeah, I, I would just think he would still have some level of playing the sweet old man occasionally. I get you. I don't know. Maybe. But we also don't have a whole heck of a lot of uh, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, original trilogy Palpatine. So, maybe. Yeah. Maybe there was a few moments of the whole, you know, sweetness coming out. I, I don't know. Maybe. I would have liked to see that a little bit more. It would have been interesting. Yeah, I don't think the Emperor was exactly kissing babies and such. No, but it would have been interesting to see how he played... Vader, like how he confused Vader with the whole, like, I'm Palpatine, remember? Like, kind yeah. of like, uh, I don't know if I want to kill you or take advice from you. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. But anyway, um, but like I said, lots of lots of good Palpatine stuff here. Oh, yeah. Um, based, but uh, there's a standoff with Anakin and Clovis, who's like, I did nothing wrong, as he points a gun at Padme. Yeah, directly <laughs> in the head. Um, this is very much like panic mode of like, I don't, don't take this away. I didn't do any, like, he's just scrambling to try and save the whole scenario. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, uh, he does, it's kind of taken out of their hands when a ship crashes in and he basically falls out the window. Yes. Uh, Anakin tries to save both of them to be fair, but he pulls a Black Widow and is like, eh, just let me go. And there you go. That was the scene in Endgame that really hurt me. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Them fighting each other to be the ones oh, to make yeah. the sacrifice. See, like, that sucked. I I was genuinely conflicted in that yeah. scene because I figured, oh, definitely going to be Clint. Yeah. Definitely going to be depressed Mohawk Clint. Yeah. Looking like Hillsong Pastor Clint. <laughs> like, I was like, he's going to be the one to jump off the cliff. Yeah. That's why he exists for this movie. Yeah. I really did not expect... Yeah. Like, I expected some back and forth, but I really expected him to just take off running and go. I oh, yeah. didn't expect the back and forth to be so much, and mm-hmm. I didn't expect to be so, like, oh my gosh, when it yeah. actually happened. That, the scene, the part that got me the most was when, like, he says, tell my my wife and my kids that I love them, and Natasha's like... Tell him yourself, and yeah. then shit starts from. Uh, uh, it's it, it's it was it hurt me so bad. But it's so well done Absolutely. from my from my stance because again, I was sold. It's going to be Clint. Yeah, they completely took me by surprise with that. Yeah, um, I was not surprised with Clovis because nobody likes him. <laughs> I certainly Here, didn't. Here's the thing again, he has some justification, and I get you want to make things better, but yeah. you should have had the sense, having given have been given the second chance. To actually make things better. And you literally sell it out because mm-hmm. Dooku says he'll give you more votes. Yep. Like, uh, seriously. Yeah. You could have, he, 
here's the thing. Dooku only got him the separatist votes. Yep. He won the Republic votes. So, like, the people believed in you. Mm-hmm. You could have had this by legitimate means. Yeah, exactly. And you decided, you were like, oh, it's not going to happen. I need this. I need this handout. I have to sell my soul to do this because who else? You could have had it. Yep. That's what's so frustrating. He got a second chance and threw it away. And then proceeded to just be a butt who doesn't know what no means and could not take responsibility. Yeah. I did nothing. No, you did, actually. You did. You you brought this on yourself. And now you've become an unwilling pawn in the Emperor's scheme. Because now he has the banks. And you're the garbage boy stink man and you belong in the toilet. <laughs> um, so, but... Maybe we're too harsh on Clovis. You no, can let us know, but we're not. He's kind of a butt character. He deserves worse. But I don't know how he can get much worse than dead. He could have fallen into a trash compactor. <laughs> no, very true. Like Shredder. <laughs> uh, well, supposedly. Although well, he, he comes back the next movie. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, he wasn't feeling good though. I don't think Clovis is coming back though. I think he's done, done. The but burgers. let us know, guys, what you thought. Um, I'm like. Like I said in the beginning, I'm always curious how people feel about these episodes because they're a little less actiony, uh, much more plotty. Um, but yeah. I thought they were interesting, um, really, really good elements. And like I said, seeing the chess pieces move yeah. as Palpatine is getting closer and closer to taking over, mm-hmm. this is just one of those ep- episodes where it's interesting because, again, we see how in Episode Three they're like, "Yeah, to heck with the Jedi Empire, Empire!" Like they wanted this. Mm-hmm. Because sweet old man Palpatine made him, you know, he sold him. He was a master manipulator. So, I mean, it's 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 interesting stuff. So let us know what you thought of these episodes. Um, be sure to check out all the usual stuff, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, so you can stay up to date on all that other stuff. And so you can see how awesome I am at Instagram now. Um, you are pretty. <laughs> I try. Um, Make sure you check out all the other things that we're doing. Our YouTube channel where we have put up two new gameplay videos and we're also going to be putting up a discussion video uh, all about Jedi Lost. Or not Jedi Lost, sorry. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Sorry. I got Dooku Jedi Lost and Jedi Fallen Order. It, it's <clears throat> a lot of Jedi and falling and losing and yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot. But um, we'll be discussing one of those things over yeah. on YouTube. Um, and yeah, and then other than that, I think we'll just be back next week. Definitely... Yeah. Definitely back on Monday. Wednesday show is definitely not going to be on Wednesday. No. Um, probably Thursday or Friday. Uh, and more than likely we'll... I mean, if it happens on Friday, we'll more than likely also do the Clone Wars on Friday. Yeah. This time next week, we will be in our new Rebel base. Yes. Finally. Um, we had some stupid Finally. schedule conflicts. And so instead so of being stupid. today, which is what it should have been, it's going to be Tuesday. So it's in the middle of the week. Um, so really we're not moving till Wednesday. So short of doing an episode while moving, which is going to just be a lot of heavy breathing, uh, which I'm sure somebody's into, uh, it's probably not going to be appealing. So we're just going to move that until, uh, at least Thursday, but honestly, probably Friday. Yeah. Uh, but keep an eye on our social media to know more. Um, and we mentioned on our main show, but just to mention again, and we're going to keep kind of... Uh, mentioning it because we're excited about it. We're going to be making some changes to Patreon coming in July because we're starting to get ready for our one-year podcasting anniversary. Um, And so there's going to be some changes that reflect that, and there are going to be other different anniversary rewards for patrons and for uh, just fans and listeners. So keep an eye out for all of those things and be sure to check out our Patreon if you think that we deserve money for what we do because 
uh, we would like to upgrade and we would like to do more and do better and we'd like to send our cats to college. So all of that is possible with your support on Patreon. Uh, if you don't do it, we'll get Rush Clovis to take over the banks and make you do it. No. <laughs> so don't force our hand. Uh, but uh, speaking of, thanks to Rebecca and Jim, I think in our rambly bits on Wednesday, I might have forgotten to mention that, but Rebecca and Jim are already patrons and they're awesome uh, for being so and we really appreciate them. Uh, and you can be cool like them and join us on Patreon. Other than that, though, I think that is it. Until the next time, stay scruffy, guys, and may the Force be with you. Bye!